0: Hey friends, after a long break, we are finally back. Though we haven't been posting episodes, we have been playing and recording right on schedule. So as we churn out this backlog of episodes, we'd like you to ignore any plugs for Patreon. That's something we've decided to forego because building a community is our number one priority. A community of like-minded people who just want to share what they love with who they love. Welcome back to the Unpatched Gaming Podcast, where we share games. I'm your host Zach,
1: and I'm your host Tyler. Tyler, it is finally upon us. Tell me, the Reapers. The Reapers. I guess they are finally upon us. We are playing Zipping Mass Effect game. <laughs> just one <wanting> for <laughs> the first time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just imagine what they look like out there in the void, just waiting, circling the entirety of the universe. Kaka Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to play, well, we're here to talk about, we already played Mass Effect, the original oh, no. Mass Effect. Uh, for, for the, From the Legendary Edition, of course, what a great way to play them. Uh, very needed quality of life improvements, which still were not enough. And we'll talk about some of those. I forgot about the UI. Dude, the... The, ma- the Wii,
0: as we say in France.
1: The <laughs> Mako... Was overhauled to be better, in the really? I guess there wasn't a boost in the original. I forgot this, uh, and the driving is is. I've improved. always wondered.
0: I I guess now that you're saying it out loud, I wonder if that's a Final Fantasy reference, or if it's just they picked a name. I don't know. Mako Energy. Do you do, grab the Mako the the planet the Mako Energy Mako <laughs> McGuff McGucka Mako? I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Um, I just know that that is. I like Final Fantasy Seven. By the One way.
1: of the just worst to... designs in all of video games. I hope whoever designed the Mako and the planets that you drive it on, except for the ones that are in the the main story, uh, those are fine. The Mario Kart circuit, like the
0: yeah, it's literally just like a little yeah. There, there's nothing
1: you know egregious about that. It's boring. It's not well designed, but it's not poorly designed either. It's just not designed. Uh, Showing the, our hand here, a bit, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah. It's terrible. The the planets are like I made more interesting terrainscapes in the level editor for uh what is that that PlayStation 3 race game ModNation Racers. It has a yeah. fully customizable uh racetrack editor where you get to make the uh, all of the terrain as well. I did better in that when I was 11 in this game it's trash yeah uh, and whoever
0: made it should be embarrassed yeah well we're gonna talk about who should be embarrassed here once we get to the actual discussion tyler You're getting ahead of yourself i am you have
1: because burr i introduce. have some beer here as i always do zach has one more uh one more week of the lord's diet as i call it uh before he can join me because uh but i'm gonna drink the pumpkin kerfuffle by prairie artisan ales Uh, They're quite good. I've had uh, three or four of their brews so far, including this. I've had this before. It's an imperial sour beer with pumpkin spice, with a pumpkin spice blend and toasted marshmallows. Now, for anyone who has not had a marshmallow beer, uh, they are really hit or miss you know, if, if you don't drink cra- craft beers, you're certainly
0: going <laughs> like to I was say if you don't drink crap beers, like it's insulting it before you even drink it. <laughs> no, if you Rude. don't
1: drink craft beers, you know, marshmallow or, or even like lactose beers, I'm sure you're going to scoff at because they that's very weird. Uh, lactose beers are less weird these days, but marshmallow beers, bizarre. I think they belong in sours. Don't put them anywhere else. Um, because it's just it's not good i've had a few that were not sour like a marshmallow ipa had a few of those no put it in a sour let that uh the the tanginess counteract the the really in some cases overbearing sweetness Uh, i do know this pumpkin kerfuffle is delicious and dangerous and imperial sour this is what 8.9 percent oh 8.2 i'm sorry I had one wow. uh, something last night. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Tyler. a liar. Uh, all credibility gone. Anyway, Pumpkin I Kerfuffle. I bet you loved
0: Mass Effect 1.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. It's not a very good game, guys. But no. but we will talk about why it's not a good game and I'm why it is still
0: for Mass Effect 2. Yeah, even more stoked actually now after fining having finished. Yeah, I played this.
1: the beginning of it today. I, I hate you. Blew. Why did you do that? Well, I played thing? it before. I had played no, unacceptable. I played maybe two hours of it's it. It's called cheating. Uh, no, you cheated on me because I thought with another game. I thought the beginning of Mass Effect 2. What I remembered from it, which I didn't remember all of it, it's immediately apparent to me. But the the key point that I did remember from Mass Effect 2, I thought. Was brought on by the ending of Mass Effect One, which did not happen this time around. I was like, "What is going to happen then?" So I immediately started it. I see where I was off. I'm I'm being vague here because Zach has not played it, uh, and I had not played it either. Uh, just Mass Effect One. I had played like eight years ago. Um, but let's let's jump into it, Zach.
0: Let's just jump into it. Yeah, take it away, man. Yeah, I will. I will take it away from you. Um, there's, so i wanted to talk about kind That's of what this good. game represents it, it for me it's this weird kind of middle step toward what we now kind of call you know um what we think of as a western rpg like a modern western rpg i even put console rpg because it's so yeah it's so distinct from what a classic crpg or even a, a normal computer rpg like today is normal a modern computer rpg is like is a different breed some of the same bones there but like i think we really see particularly bioware and bethesda driving this in the ps3 era mm-hmm. of games and i think the first step the kind of awkward gangly first step is is knights of the old republic which is... Is it the same dev team? I know it's Bioware. more to that, uh, also uh, Morrowind. Yeah, I thought about saying Morrowind. You would have more insight into that than I would. Um, I can definitely see it. still has a lot of, like, the text and the way that you interact with characters that reminds me. Just like KOTOR has, like, a lot of, you know, ways that you interact with the combat that are very, you know, CRPG classic. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, yeah, that that's, I think... Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, Morrowind... And which is Xbox, PS2 era, as was mm-hmm. Kotor. Even though that was only was that only PC? No, it was on Xbox. It was on Xbox as well. Was a it delayed lot of PC
1: release? came. I, I don't know if it was a delayed release, but a lot of PC games I've found are on Xbox. That's nice. Uh, and it's it's weird that some of them are there, like uh, Morrowind being there. Yeah, uh, was you know a brand new thing. And also some point and click adventures are are on there as well. Well, where it feels like they shouldn't
0: be. Yeah, I've played Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I have not played Morrowind. Uh, I definitely like. I've tried to play it again recently, and just it's it's rough. Wh-
1: which one, Morrowind or uh,
0: Knights of the Old Republic? Okay. It's...
1: You know what I really love to play from them? I've always wanted to play, and I picked up the Collector's Edition recently. Is Jade Empire?
0: Oh yeah, I me too. Play that really bad. Me too. Not to be confused with Jade Cocoon, which we were talking about the other day. Uh, no, as and well. I, I just purchased it. Uh, oh very nice yeah
1: it's it's on the, it's always been in the back of my mind I, I wonder if maybe I missed the fact that it was a monster catcher or something because I played Jade Cocoon as a kid and I, I was up for like 48 hours straight I could not progress in this game I was so bad at it and it's always stuck there in my mind but I don't remember anything about catching monsters I could be remembering a different game but I, I remember the title Jade Cocoon that has always been in the back of my mind, um, but uh, now that I know it is straight up a monster catching game, Jade Cocoon Two will be on the list for uh, this yeah. this monster tamer series. Which next episode should
0: be my my next entry in that? Very nice. Yeah, I'm excited. We're doing to hear it. straight up Pokemon clones. A little bit about that. I'm excited to hear. So yeah, Bioware uh, and of course Bethesda. You know, from Bioware you got Mass Effect One, Dragon Age. Right uh, from Bethesda, we got Fallout Three and Oblivion. Uh, these feel like the reason I call them console. This is just a, a me term, a console RPG, because they're very conducive to that that control stick layout. They're they're a little bit more actiony, a lot less mm-hmm. uh, like the tactics might still be there, but you know the the, the thought that you have to put into your builds and stuff is still there, but they feel more actiony. You know, it was kind of like you know me playing a you know, uh, like a Final fan- classic Final Fantasy RPG, right? And then playing Kingdom Hearts. It's like not quite that drastic, but like that's a big deal. Like it's still the same underlying mechanics, the same, you know, menu system technically, but it's so much more focused on you moving through the world and acting in it. Uh, and we see that here, uh, but it also moves and feels like an old CRPG game. Mass Effect, specifically you know i uh didn't look
1: that much into it i I agree with everything you're saying i don't have any uh you know rebuttal there but i would like to add to that by saying it's also a, a obviously like it's a transition into the next gen even though you know what at the time was the next gen um, even though it came out in 7 so the the 360 had already been out for a couple of years at that point yeah. uh, the ps3 out for one year uh, it's it's a sort of transition piece like um, uncharted one like the the transition from one to two is incredible. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Uncharted, that is one to two. But same thing here. It's such a huge step in the next direction. Yeah.
0: Where this feels very old. It feels shaky. Like it's a shaky step. And then there's just this really powerful next stride. Yeah. At least based on what I've heard from everyone.
1: And I find myself having a harder time forgiving those games because I don't always remember that. You know that sure. it was a
0: transition into well,
1: it's because some of those the games of these next consoles hold
0: up. I think that's why it's hard to honor it so much. Some of those games that were those big steps hold up uh, because their core design was either so pure or just so well finely tuned. Like, I mean, the best example, Super Mario sixty four. That game is still a yeah. blast to play. Um, you know, another one that we have I haven't played recently, but Wind Waker. You know, I was talking about this with. Um, my brother just today. And I it was like, you know, you can play Twilight Princess. And even with the HD updates, it still kind of looks a little. Looks fine. You know, you can play. Skyward, I'm playing Skyward Sword right now. Link's lips. I, what is. What is going on with Link's lips in that game? I really. I'm concerned for him. Like, actively <laughs> concerned for him. I, I'd like to take a but moment. But then. Go ahead. Wind I'm Waker. Sorry. I'm sorry. Wind Waker still yeah. looks incredible because they didn't try to keep up with the most modern thing. Like, I'm going to make a pure, really, really simple art style and capitalize on it in the best way I can. And it looks great. And I think that that's why some games hold up better. It's a little bit more simple or more pure in what it's going for. This is big. There's a lot going on here. Uh, I I would like to take a moment to shout out...
1: um... Skyward Sword for a moment, uh, though I am not really a fan of that game. I never finished it either. I didn't get particularly far uh, when I when I did play it back in the day on Wii. I've tried to play it a few times, uh, and not since the HD remake. I just haven't had the time. But something that blew me away in that game was the visuals. Uh, you know, sure, the the actual animation might be a little jank in some places, but the art style is just beautiful and unlike any other game that I've seen they really utilize the limitations of the hardware or rather find interesting ways around the limitations the biggest example being the draw distance it's nothing new it started I believe with uh, with the first Spyro game but as objects in the distance become more distant, The system will load in, you know, lesser poly models, uh, so it's not trying to render slower. Frame rate a lot too. Yeah, and lower frame rates. That's a newer one that I'm seeing. Yeah, I see lower frame rate animations. It's so obvious lately. Um, But here in Breath of the Wild, uh, not Breath of the Wild, uh, Skyward Sword, they instead of rendering things at a lower rate, they overlay. And there's layers to this based on the distance, but they keep piling on like pastel watercolor painting filters. So it becomes blurry and starts to blend together, but it becomes a painting in the background. It looks gorgeous.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's that, really... that
1: little side I wanted to throw out. No, nobody talks about that. Yeah, it I'm, looks I'm very enjoying good. it.
0: I'll probably talk about it once I finish it. Uh, I have a lot to say about it. I'm I'm a fan. It's a good game. Uh, But yeah, I I wanted to, you know, double down too on the fact that these are very much blank slate characters, big decisions that have consequences. These are the focuses of a lot of these games. Oblivion a little less so in terms of that, but there's still, I mean, major decisions uh, within the side quests and there's a lot going on here. And you do see this kind of branch forming off of this new console RPG, which is The Witcher 2 and 3 it's it's they f- even now feel very distant from the kind of more classic western rpg as it is today the hmm. the skyrim fallout institution that it has become cuz there hasn't been much in that
1: space yeah it's the obviously, big obviously we just had elden ring uh we had but that's
0: eastern rpg oh yeah
1: it is an eastern rpg you're very right uh i get what you're saying but it's I, I don't think it is an Eastern RPG. No, it's not
0: a JRPG in, in the way that we you know, think about like that. It's not Final Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not a JRPG. Uh, it is technically made in Japan. However, it's very much taking after Western sensibilities. Well,
0: you know, Breath of the Wild, I was looking at an interview. Uh, Eiji Onuma, I think it was Eiji Onuma, uh, he was saying, Well, what games did you play to get in? Interview asked, What games did you play? Uh, to, to kind of inform the way you thought about this. And he said, the main one I played is The Witcher 3. Like, that's that's the game that informed a lot of... like when Because it, it came out 2015, Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. 2017. So it was mid-development when this game came out. So um, apparently he just played it a lot while he was developing Breath of the Wild. Uh, which is interesting, because there's like no Witcher in Breath of the Wild. Like, none. It's a I wonder... Unique...
1: If that's because it was too late in development, because it was announced well, he says before it informed he said it informed a lot of. I mean, as much as you can in those two years. No, I know, but like, uh, I I wonder what what I'm getting at is I wonder if that inspiration has stuck around and will show up more in Breath of the
0: Wild too. Oh, maybe. Uh, I think so. Really quick aside here, uh, Breath of the Wild, Nintendo's is f- first open world RPG. That'd be interesting. That'd be weird. Uh, so for me, here's here's my little aside. Uh, Breath of the Wild, probably my second favorite game of all time, and like my first favorite game of all time, has a lot of issues, has some problems that, that, that affect it. I think, though, that the experience delivered far surpasses some of its parts. Yeah. That being said, if I were Nintendo, and I now get the chance to spend five, six years making Breath of the Wild 2, I would find a way, you're creative guys, you you know, you can figure this out. I would find a way to still have some sort of classic Zelda progression that doesn't, like take some points from Hollow Knight, right? Where you can go to a dungeon with an an item, right? And and pass that dungeon and, and clear that dungeon, Uh, But you're not restricted. So, like, if you find that dungeon but don't have the right item, now, oh, you can't go in it. Like, you can't do that. It's because Breath of the Wild, the core of Breath of the Wild is yes. It is the most yes game of all time. So you have to find a way to balance that, but still be able to reward the player with really interesting persistent things, not just a new weapon that might break or or something like that. Uh, Persistent things in really robust, really big, well-designed dungeons. Even if it's just four again... You make them massive, you know. Um, but I would, if I were them, I'd do like ten, really strong dungeons. Um,
1: ten so. might be a bit of a high ask, but definitely more than four, and definitely bigger than
0: and more unique, like more so varied. Weak, yeah, really that's unique. Some of the really worst varied. parts of the game. I don't play them when I play Breath of Wild. I don't do them. Uh, if
1: if I play it again, I won't. I didn't the second time actually. I I played. I I didn't do those. Yeah, I don't. I, I did one to get the um. You know what is it? Gale. Oh, you got to get Revolly. Got to get revali's Gale. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm actually trying to do this run that I'm playing right now without Rivali's Gale. Um. I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So that that's my take. I think that really bringing in a lot more Zelda while still finding a way to say yes. Keep the weapon break. Fight me. Keep the weapon breaking system. Um, keep the focus on things like Terry Town and the Beach Town and like, you know, these really creative the dragons, like things that just pop, yeah. things that are memorable, like these
1: emotional
0: discoveries. Dragons experience. flying
1: around, and then the one in the south, I think it is. Uh I, I forget where exactly. On the snowy peak, you have to fight the you, you have to get the like rot off of the dragon. Oh yeah. And you're flying down the like Swirling around the mountain. Oh yeah. Just, you know, Eventide?
0: Uh I never went to Eventide. Oh, it's it's my favorite part of Breath of the
1: Wild. Uh, favorite know, part of Breath of, Breath of everybody Wild. Everybody talks about it. I never went. Well, in my I- hundred and whatever 40 or 70 hours i saw it in the distance and of
0: course being me and everyone who played breath of the Wild, i want to go there and so you try to fly and it's not enough like i'm gonna go talk to the demon and you go and find the demon guy take give me take all my hearts like i need to go to this island (gasps) right now give me stamina (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh i
1: did that for um uh elden ring you know there's the island in the background immediately oh me too fortunately there's nothing good there there's a dragon temple it's cool as heck
0: yeah, th- it's it's kind of lackluster, I think. Okay, that's fair. And I didn't use magic really, so couldn't really use it. Anyway, but also getting
1: there wasn't as much of a sure. big deal. So I it guess was a brief aside. You're gonna be hearing a lot yeah. about
0: Zelda probably from me over the next couple casts. I've been thinking about it a lot, grappling with it. It's officially my second favorite game of all time now. It's on the list. Oh, officially, of the yep, yeah. it's there. It beat out How Hollow was Knight. It not? Beat out Hollow Knight for the raw emotional experience alone. That's, that's the that's fine. Thing, that's fine. Only thing that that made it win. Because picking at that level is so difficult, you know. But anyway, all that to say here about Zelda, we're talking about uh RPGs. And I was thinking too about the limitations, especially because it's so bare, right? Mass Effect One. It's stripped so bare. You can really see its skeleton in a lot of ways. And I mean me think of the limitations of this Western RPG format. I think the best ones are the ones that deceive you into thinking that you are carving out your own path. Mm-hmm. The ones that are able to deceive you into that. Cause even breath of the wild, you're not truly carving out your own path. You know, like there's still, they're signposting subtly in that game or not so subtly. Sometimes, um, it is far more. It's one of the two games. I'd say you truly are carving out your own path the most, uh, in these, but those, it's not the other, those aren't story games. That's not the point. That's why you can do that. These, the main reward for a lot of these games is the story for people, specifically the, you know, the, the Bioware stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's really where it is. The decisions you make having long-term consequences and uh, the character relationships that you develop. This is what draws a lot of people. It's why Outer Worlds was pretty successful is because you just liked being around your crew. The crew was great. It was just fun to be with them. So I think the best ones disguise that because playing this, I'm very much like I go to a situation like, well, I can choose this outcome or choose this outcome. There's no real build up a lot of the time. Now, some moments are built up quite well, but many are not. Many are just there. And I, I knew I was playing a game with two branching paths Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, I think The Witcher Three does an incredible and barely job. Barely branching. Yeah, and The Witcher Three does one of the best jobs of disguising that—that uh, that you're just picking between two or three different things. Mm. Uh, your the way you've played the game for 30 hours will impact the decision you make at the 40 hour mark, without you even knowing. Uh, of course, the famous Bloody Baron quest. Uh, you know, I don't want
1: to play that really bad. It's it's. It, I'd like it to really see a, a game job. that does those. You know big um, sort of moral choices without making it so apparent by ha- all of this should be under the hood like the Paragon system the the uh, Renegades system, yeah, th- those should have totally been under agree. the hood um, but have m- a more robust thing so like if there's a few different outcomes for a situation let's say four or five different outcomes or even bring it down to three have these various sort of moral gauges building in the background and taking from each other uh, based on your decisions, both in dialogue and out of dialogue, without you knowing. Just totally natural. You don't know what it's going to be. You can't affect it uh, other than...
0: Undertale, great example. uh, I I would like to play Undertale. Undertale's a great example.
1: Yeah, it's... Because the, the Renegade system is just it's so it's boring and like i roll my eyes at it a lot
0: it it doesn't mean much of anything so yeah let's dig into that a little bit i had issues because i built into intimidation and basically put nothing into charm i'm just not very charming unlike real life obviously and i <laughs> i you know i put that points into into combat instead and pretty much every time you you come to an interesting decision there is an intimidate and a charm check uh, and if you have enough points, you can do the Intimidate check successfully. Yay. Uh, so, you know, and there's one instance where there's a guy who comes to you and he's like, hey, can you do me a favor and, and buy this this uh, this kind of mental booster for me? You know, I, I, I ran out of my allowance and I, for, for them this month, and I really need to, you know, negotiate for Earth on Earth's behalf for this. And so I, I'm like, no, I'm not going to get this for you. He's like, oh, come on, Shepard. Like, I really need it. And so I finally use Intimidate. And it was like, you need help. You need to get your, you need to get your act together. Like I started yelling at him. Like, yeah. so he's, he's like, you know what? You're right. And he walks away and, you know, decides to not use the drug and just to go for it. And it gave me renegade points. I'm like, this man is no longer doing drugs. Like, that's a good thing. Like he's not, you know, he's but trying to use
1: intimidate, but though. I used
0: intimidate. And then there's, there's another where. You know, I can't remember the situation exactly, but, like, you know, I, like, I shot someone. Little paragon points come trickling down. I'm like, what is going on? The The most egregious example is the one where the mob guy, they, like, in the... I, I don't know if you got this because it was one of my background, like, backstory uh, quests, but there's a guy who... He's like, hey Shepard, how did you? Uh, you, know, you were part of our gang. I'll, I'm gonna tell everyone about you being part of our gang if you. Oh yeah, I wasn't. I, yeah. I did that. Like, tell everyone unless you like you help us get this guy out of prison. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll go help. And then you figure out the guy definitely deserves to be in prison because he's a racist. And so you you tell the the guy confronts you in front of the police officers like, what are you doing, man? That sucks. How 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 could you do that to me? And I stand my ground. I'm like, no, publish whatever you want about me. Like, screw you. You know, like this is this is wrong. I got renegade points. I was like, "What? What is happening right now?" I was very upset. <laughs> uh,
1: I did not. None of that happened for me. So, so where were you uh, in? Like, what was your
0: rating at uh, by the end of the game and throughout most of the game? I was half and half on both. Okay. Like, they were both pretty equal.
1: I uh, I went full. They're the first things I upgraded completely. Were both charm and intimidate. I got them both all the way up. So I'd have all the dialogue options. And I sort of just played how I wanted with with the conversations. Uh, I would choose more strict or firm stuff. You know, things that that likely came from from Intimidate. Typically when I was talking to the council or someone in authority. With Rex, I was a little uh, more off-putting. Or or what would be considered off-putting to other characters. Not so much with Rex. Uh, I was nice to some people, and uh, you know, pretty neutral with others. Uh, just based on the situation, you know, like I would have yelled at the guy on drugs and said, like, "Get your life together. This is nonsense." Uh, I, I probably would have done that, but uh, I didn't run into any situations where I I got points for something that just seemed off the wall, like you. Plenty of times I selected a dialogue option because they give you a brief rundown of sort of what, you know, like a... One to four word, uh, sort of descriptor of what her response is going to be. We both played FemShep. Right? Oh
0: yeah, we both played FemShep.
1: Uh, and this and then hilarious. it would be something just totally nonsensical, something that does not relate to what you selected, and you just you didn't want like, to say I checked something like that. My
0: controller a few times to make sure. Like mm-hmm. I watched it really carefully. Like, am I selecting no, the right option? Uh, that was that was
1: my biggest complaint from the game when I played eight years ago. Same complaint here. It's just it's it's not balanced well. Like the descriptions come from
0: uh, A different planet.
1: (laughs) No, it it definitely it, it comes from just a different kind of person. Like I bet there are some people that would interpret those correctly. Um, it's just, it's very interpretive is what I mean to say, a different kind of person. Uh, It's just, it's very interpretive and we did not interpret it correctly.
0: No, it was, um, but I,
1: I got Paragon for everything that I was doing, except for one thing. I obviously, like I knew I was going to get Renegade for it. I killed somebody that I thought deserved to die uh, and I got Renegade. I didn't care. But I, aside from those eight Renegade points, I think it was, um, the rest was all picked eight. That's a pretty big payout. (laughs) Uh, really?
0: Yeah, I think, like, it's usually, like, three or four. Oh,
1: yeah, it was eight. I mean, someone was begging for their life, basically, and I killed them. Uh, it was a scientist, for the record. Uh, on uh, Vermeier, there's a scientist that says she's not under the control of uh, of Sovereign anymore. And, uh, oh, spoilers throughout. We're not, yeah, <laughs> if if you've not played Mass Effect now, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You, you didn't want to watching a youtube video and the guy's like listen there's spoilers throughout this game is 20 years old and no no don't give me that you're gonna play it i know you're not gonna play it because you haven't played it yet yeah <laughs> it's amazing
1: yeah uh, so spoilers get over it um so anyway she she's saying she's not under the control of sovereign anymore she'll let you into Saren's office she does then i kill her um because i didn't believe her and nobody said anything either Uh, Yeah. I mean, your party members will say things when they don't agree with you. Like when you kill innocent monkeys. I did that accidentally. I didn't know. Is that what
0: you call humans? Innocent monkeys? No. I'm uh, just kidding. (laughs) There were these monkeys
1: that took some sort of something from uh, this shipwreck and they scattered the pieces about the, the planet and I didn't notice there were monkeys their dens were like these giant mud huts that were above ground and I didn't see the monkeys so I shot one of them they they looked like brittle boulders so I shot one with my missile and killed like seven of them (laughs) Liara's like was that necessary this is why you humans have the reputation you do
0: (laughs) cause you just start launching rockets at primates yeah uh, you know, that is to. one positive that I really took away from this game is the world building and the races like for, for how little story happens in this game. If you really like they're all so down, believable, it's very believable. And some of them are creative and just fun. And some are like really fleshed out and the council and the politics like, I you, like the politics. you get it immediately. And it's not this complex Game of Thrones web. It's just you get it. Yeah, you know, you understand how this works and definitely. Uh, I respect that a lot, especially kind of the core alien races, uh, specifically the Krogan and the um, the insect race. I think those are both really well done, uh, kind of their whole situation. The Krogan, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to reproduce consistently as an act of war against them that is still lingering. Uh, and then, of course, the, the in- insect race as well, uh, just really really good like they're extinct and now they're not and, and, i really like the uh the turians as
1: well oh the turians uh, are great what, what's her name again i just i'm drawing a blank the turian on your team wait turians uh, are the uh um, oh the quarians yeah i the quarians. mean yeah turians uh, are the Tali Garrus. Tali. uh did you yeah talk they're to really her i talked
0: talk to her all the time the only one i didn't is liara i like never talked to liara oh she I, was really boring i like liara a lot oh really i always have i feel like uh, most people do
1: yeah uh, the
0: the race is pretty interesting. Yeah, I just Uh-oh. don't like the She's kind of boring.
1: Uh, she becomes less boring, and I ended up. Did you, bro? Who'd you
0: bang? Uh, nobody. Nobody? No, I tried. I tried so many, and none of them opened up the right dialogue options. Like, interesting. I talked to them constantly. I did exhausted every dialogue tra- I did their quests. It would have been. Garish. It
1: sort of happens at the uh, at the end automatically if you've gone far enough in your relationship. Weird. Uh, just before you, so you're like flying to what's that last planet you go to? I don't remember. Uh, anyway, as you're flying there, you're in your room by yourself, sort of contemplating what's going on. A cutscene happens, and then whoever it was that you got to that level will come meet with you, talk for a while, and say, "Hey, this could be our last moment. We might we might die." let's bang bang. yeah uh so that happened to be liara um i was i was kind of interested in i was much more interested in anyone no so some races are uh i mean some characters not not races uh well the only race that is fully open is the what's liara's uh
0: uh, the, what are they called? The the, the sorry. asari. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry,
1: Yeah, the the asari are fully sexually liberated people. Yes. Uh, everybody else has their own preferences. So Garrus is straight. Um, both of the humans are straight, uh, and then uh, um, Tali and uh, what's Liara are both bi. I think. Um, maybe what about Rex. No, Rex is not
0: interested. I feel like that. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be awkward. That'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just the you know, If if you didn't get your uh sad day, just like Barrett in Final Fantasy VII, if you didn't oh, get yeah. your, your relationship no, up,
0: you have to actively because like so. And the way Final Fantasy VII works is every so Tifa, Eris... Yuffie, Yuffie, and Barrett all have a default value that they start at out of 100 i think eris is like 70 Tifa's like 50 Yuffie's like 10 uh and then barrett's zero so you have to actively lower the others well actively increasing barrett's like you have to actively try to go on a date with barrett and it's this like really awkward it's incredible <laughs>
1: One of my favorite. That would have been great. That would have been great if if they did something like that with Rex. Oh, just yes. come and hang out for the night, play cards or something. Yeah, clean your gun or whatever. He just
0: sits there and cleans his gun with you. Yeah,
1: I like Rex a lot. You I, I do. Uh, I yeah, I was I thought I was going far enough with Tali, but maybe that relationship doesn't open up. I mean, the I second want my game. boy Garris. Garris is a bro. Garris is a bro. Garris is a bro. I Rex ended up being more of a bro for me. Oh, I love Rex. So Rex was like my bro, but Garris was we were on the same level. Like we agreed with you know, sort of the way he does business, if you will. We were on the same page there. Just as as members of law enforcement, which might not be you know, the best thing. But uh we we agreed a lot. So we were definitely bros, uh, but not in the same way that Rex and I were, you know, actual bros. Uh that that relationship became less oh. of a transaction.
0: Yeah. So it looks like whether you play as male shepherd or female shepherd, you have two romance options in Mass Effect One. Oh, so the human and the then... t- the humans or Liara. Or Liara. The, so you both okay. have access to Liara and then the humans are straight. So Garrus is not an option. Garrus is not an option. Oh, I guess he
1: is in the second one then. I'm pretty he sure. He better me, because you and boy. Liara does. I mean, uh, Tali
0: does as well. I love Garrus. Yeah, like he's just so like it's it's like you're watching the evolution of someone who is going to be the coolest person ever. He's just like that one last step away. He's not not cool, but he's just a little bit too much of a like a like a. There's not even a word for it. Just a just. There's no word. He's just almost cool. He's almost cool, and he's already acting like
1: he's the cool guy. I really like his voice actor and whatever oh, effects it. they put on it. He's got such a unique voice, and the, just the cadence of his speech. He's I think, such a good character. You, I
0: think my favorite voice, voice performance was Liara, though. I think Liara has a great. I, voice I like
1: Liara a lot, um,
0: yeah. and I didn't. I Joker's wasn't... always great. I really love Joker. Yeah, Joker's, Joker's great. Like he's yeah. he he's exactly who.
1: He is. Yes. I'm glad Joker is there. Uh, you know what Joker does not have? He
0: reminds me of, of Wash from Fire Yeah, Flash. definitely. He, I hope, does not become a leaf on the wind. Otherwise, I'm going to cry. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I remember back in the day when I watched that show for the first time. I was still in high school. Firefly, that is, for those who don't know. Uh, big spoilers in the movie... Serenity, which is the finale. The, yeah, yeah, the the finale of the whole story. uh The uh, pilot dies very unceremoniously in the middle of giving a speech, and I wrecked my car, totaled my car. Someone t boned me the day I was I was driving to our friend's house to watch that movie for the first time, and. While I was, you know, everything was settled, I finally got to his room, uh, and he had a book open, like, some, uh, like, I don't know, something about the Firefly series, some book about the Firefly series, and it was open to a page that said, like, the, the death of Wash and showed a picture of that just before we had started the movie, like, moments before, and that being spoiled was way more of a downer than totaling my car yeah dude absolutely but now i don't care about spoilers
0: yeah now weird. you just still care about wash i still care about wash I, that's a great show that i don't talk about very often yeah seen it. katie and i are thinking about rewatching it i've seen it in ages yeah it's oh, it's been really a hot good minute. character development being a hot minute there uh i talk about a good space opera like you know kind of it's a good crew you know and I feel like the the bones. I guess let me just jump into Mass Effect if you don't want to go on a quick. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I this has so many bones of. I mean, the space opera, the game, like your your crew, your comrades, you know, rushing in to save the entire galaxy as things collapse around you. The ending of this game, I think, is.
1: Oh my god, dude. I
0: mean, defining. I think, you know, Uncharted 2 levels of cinematic and hype. It, it just works. It fires on all cylinders by the time you're there. The build-up of, of the game subtly working on you, even in its flaws.
1: Especially it's... if you, uh, you play it in the order we did. Yes. So the middle of the game, the second act of the game has, what is it, four missions that you can do in any order? I think three. Like, you do... There's three three you complete two and they add the fourth okay uh so those first three can be at, done in any order uh which which make up the second act of the game really and two of them are pretty boring the, one of them has the uh, the insect race at the end that is a, a
0: cool decision you get that's to that's probably my favorite decision
1: but the the overall mission is very boring both of them are the other one being vermeyer is not at all. Do you know what decision and, I
0: was really pissed wasn't an option? Is siding with Rex to just steal the steal the Yeah. Like, I think that would have been a great it would decision. have been much better. I would have done that as yeah, well. Yeah me too. I would have been like, screw these guys. Let's go. <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah we'll do your little mission <laughs> Just, steal but also it. like
1: as a side mission go in and steal that like you could could have done both probably
0: yeah absolutely
1: and then maybe have a third option yeah it would have been so much better is a third option at the end being let uh have um both the humans dying and because you went out uh, of your because way because you went
0: yeah. to get the so so you know i but the problem is i still
1: wouldn't have cared no, the only reason how we're getting on a sidetrack here. So uh, later in the game, you uh, in this Vermeyer mission, which is what I think you should play is the third of those three missions. Well, that's
0: the that's the one that's unlocked.
1: Oh, Vermeier is the one that's unlocked. Yeah. OK, I think you should play it last. So do all three of those first because they're boring. They're not particularly interesting. You do get that one interesting choice at the end of the um, w- with the insects. But Vermeyer. Is where things start to to really take off. And if you play that last in the second act of those four missions, then you just get a few hours of really solid. Rip roaring gameplay. Yeah. And the conversation
0: with Sovereign at the end of Vermeier, where, like, I was talking with you about this earlier. It is one of the most believable, we are so far beyond you concepts, because it's so overused as a concept. But this one is earned. Like, you genuinely can see this ai race just you know making a couple logical skips through and then just coming to this conclusion and building an empire around it like to the point where they might not even know why they're doing it they just do it uh i think it's really good it's very i think good. it's really good it's really really awesome yeah Vermeer. Vermeer is a great mission on Vermeyer, you uh, have
1: the choice uh, based on how the mission unfolds which is very dynamic lots of things are going on which is you know, a complete contrast to the entirety of the game thus far, which I believe is a pretty boring, bland kind of ugly game.
0: Yeah, I probably wouldn't have finished it back in the day if I had played.
1: You know, that. I was thinking about that. Let me finish my my, my thought real quick. Um, you you uh, the two human characters, Caden and what is it, Ashley. Ashley? Um, they're both on separate parts of the mission on different teams, and you choose you have to save one of them. They are so boring. They're so uninteresting. The decision came down to Ashley's armor is way cooler than Caden's. And I don't want to see
0: either of their faces. But if I have to look at their armor, Ashley's armor is way cooler. So I let Caden die. Incredible. So I sent Caden thinking that that was the choice, that they were just going to die. Like whoever you sent died. Or if you didn't do something in time or something. Uh, Unfortunately, that meant Ashley was left guarding the bomb. And so, who I do like slightly more than Caden. So, I ended up saving Caden instead because I wanted to make sure the bomb went off. I wasn't sure if it would, like, not go off if she didn't, if I went to save her or something, you know. So it was These like-
1: are the, the same decisions I made in in the previous run. Or maybe they weren't, but I did save Ashley. You know, the, the decision that happens first, who you send to the other team. I, I don't remember what happens there. Is there more gameplay there when you go to save the other team?
0: yeah you fight Saren up on top of the um at the very top of the building and-
1: oh okay yeah you fight him next to the bomb as I well you did, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's a
0: you know like half
1: a boss fight it gets
0: cut off yeah um, but- his rockets i know you're playing on easy but that's the only thing that like oh my gosh if you were, if you got caught out in the open and he just decided to unload his little barrage of like five rockets at once oh he didn't even do that Oh, it was so. So funny. I'm
1: playing on easy because I played it before and I know it's very dated. It's not a very good game, in my opinion. The gameplay that is, you know, there's more to this package as we're talking about uh, that is worth. Yeah, it's the playing. bones,
0: man, and it gets some real meat on those bones in Vermeer in the end. Like, yeah, you so feel it. If you're, if you're into playing
1: it. it again, play Vermeer we Go for council or do we go for? We go
0: for it? You're like, uh, oh no, like uh, just, just I don't just, just kill the council, screw them. I already hate them anyway. Like. <laughs>
1: No, I thought it was a, a bigger decision for humanity. Like, I had the choice to do both. Do good for humanity and succeed at the mission. So I, I went with saving the council. I don't remember what I did last time.
0: Well, what happened? Like, were you still able to beat the Sovereign? Or like, what uh, was the consequence of saving the council as well?
1: You know, I don't think there was much of one.
0: Interesting. What was the other thing? You killed the council, council to do what? Uh, to focus on Sovereign. To t- t- So Sovereign just blows up, like...
1: Um, no, you still fight Sovereign, but they talk about, oh, during the, the, the fleet that comes in to save the big ship, I forget what it's called, that the, that the, uh, the Council Lilo and Stitch on. ship. Uh, yeah. It looks literally just like the Lilo and Stitch ship. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, so to save that ship, um, a huge, uh, swath of the fleet is destroyed. And so it's, it's perceived as humanity's biggest sacrifice this could not possibly uh, do anything else than prove their worth
0: to be on the council.
1: Interesting. Um, so I, w- I, I don't know if... Yeah, it seems it's like that's different. just the
0: better decision then. Yeah. Because literally the council dies and then... Humans... Yeah, it's a
1: unanimous decision. that
0: they're, they're all praising you. Do you get to choose who yeah. goes on the council? Yes, you get to choose... Yeah, uh, that's I, what, yeah same here. It just doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, so, so you kill the council. Well, now we're the leaders of the council. Ah, and who did you choose? Oh, it shows my captain. Yeah. Oh, captain. Screw that diplomat piece of crap. Yeah. I I debated. I think he'd actually... be, I, He would probably be better. Like I feel like he he's gonna do a better job of like you know, you know uh working in that system. But like I really hope the captain just lets it go to his head and just starts wild westing it. Like oh. I really hope that. So what with happening. the
1: council alive. Uh, you you get to make the decision, and I debate it. Really are you did. like a junior member or are you on the council? And he's on the council. You will be one
0: of the four. See, this is why this game's good. Like, it really l- sticks this landing. Yeah. And it makes me go, I need to play Mass Effect 2 as soon as possible. Like, yeah. And so I've done that voice at least 10 times. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I've, I haven't done it on any previous episode, I haven't done it recently. No, I bet you have maybe like uh, once but, but not ten times in a row it's, not ten times in a row <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's such a good last act especially if you of the, the middle act uh, you, you do Vermeyer last because it is a step above everything that came before everything. it and leads directly into the rest of it so smoothly if you have that be the last
0: and like you talk um, to the AI of the, the why am I why am I blanking the the name of the race, the Pro Protheans. Protheans, yeah. Protheans, yeah. Uh the the Protheans, you go and you vigil. talk to their AI, yeah, vigil and like he talks about like how he's had to like slowly drain all of the the you know uh life support systems to to keep alive and uh you know, them realizing... like just the whole history and context yeah, there is it's really, really good. engaging. And it's so concise. Oh, and you get the so area much. It Looks really. It's one of the only areas that stands out. Is yeah. The, the Vermeer's pretty good. I like Vermeer. Good. Yeah. Uh, it it looks nice. But the yeah the, just the ruins, man. I love everything ruins. else
1: in the game. Is so boring. Even the citadel is just such generic utopian white. Oh yeah. I, I don't like any and empty. You talked in about empty. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean it was in two thousand seven, but for a remaster, put some more npcs in there or something yeah whatever just it just makes it look more alive yeah it changed the textures a bit so it looks like it's been lived in uh it just it looks really bad i think um but yeah enough about those there's you know the, those last missions are just so good uh I, I think you should conclude the the second act with vermeyer uh, but i want to go back to a point that you said a moment ago uh that you made a moment ago about not finishing it Back in the day, if you played it in two thousand seven, I don't actually think that would be true.
0: What I meant to say, by the way, is uh, sorry. I know I said that. I said that wrong. Uh, I meant to say I would not have picked up Mass Effect two back in the day. Uh, yeah, which you said earlier. pre precast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I doubt that would be true either. I think it uh, because would. I was thinking about that uh, when you when you told me earlier, and I played this game eight years ago, which is you know just before the PS three came out, PS four. I mean. Uh, And even then, I didn't feel the same way about the game. I didn't think it was so bland, so boring. I mean, obviously, some of the dialogue stuff I I recognized as a problem. uh, But uh, back in the day, I feel like you may not have known
0: better. Sure, but like... Because nobody else did. Everybody loved this game. This game is universally praised. Usually, when people say, like... You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, like you wouldn't have known in the moment. I think you're right. But I'm thinking specifically to the kind of games I played. I didn't even like Oblivion. Like I did not I could not get engaged with Oblivion around that time. Like it just didn't do it for me. I don't think these games would have done it for me. I don't think I would have made it far enough into the game hmm. to get to this good stuff, and I don't think I would have played Mass Effect 2. Um I'm I'm talking because usually I agree. I think that people look back at games and can judge them. Outside of the context of of what else was around. So it came out in 2007. Except
1: for those that still like Ocarina of Time. For some reason, they're incapable
0: of looking back on the game. I don't know why they like that game. Recognizing it for what it truly is. Here's some other games. Here's what I was playing in 2007. Mario Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed. Uncharted 1. Uh, Uncharted 1 came out the same year. Uh, Halo 3. Metroid Prime 3 bioshock i wasn't playing bioshock back then but yeah like even among those this game feels a little bit like i can go back and play almost everything i just listed yeah with ease when was uh, Oblivion? oh six right oh six yeah yeah so
1: maybe oh five on pc uh, i'm not sure
0: okay yeah dude oh seven was uncharted and this game Talk about bombastic, like Uncharted does a better job at doing it consistently, but even Uncharted 1 falls pretty flat.
1: Oh, Uncharted 1 is a rough game.
0: Yeah, but I, mean, I can still play it though. Much more, I would, I will go back and play Uncharted 1, I will not go back and play Mass Effect 1. I'm sorry. If you play the Legendary Edition again
1: through the whole series, uh, I found out today that uh, there is a system in the third game that decides... Uh, that plays a pretty big effect in the end of the the series. Your galactic readiness rating, and you, that can be increased in the single player game by playing multiplayer, which is not included here. And multiplayer is basically just doing war across the universe. You're, okay. You're, you're not playing Shepard or anybody. You're you're just playing, you know, Marines and things like that. Sure. Um, so that's not included. There's no multiplayer here. So your galactic readiness rating is decided now, and I guess it's maybe under the hood at least until the end. I don't know if uh, that's like a visual thing that you can manipulate in uh, the third game, but that instead of being increased by playing multiplayer uh, is increased by playing the games all the way through. Uh, oh, interesting. So, so that can be increased. You can start with two. And that will contribute to your galactic readiness, but playing all the way through contributes even more. And if you just start with three, um, the the video I was watching about the the new features uh, was saying that uh, BioWare was saying that you will to to have really high uh, galactic readiness. You'll pretty much have to do all the side content in the third game.
0: That's actually kind of cool. I like that, especially it, it's because they know that. If you do quite a bit of side content in two and three, you'll still need it and you'll be good. Yeah. And, but, because people might not want to go back and play one. That's interesting. I think that's a, you know, mostly a good solution. Yeah. It does seem interesting. Um, three, But dude, you need I, to do a lot. I want to know. I want to know. I want to, like, that game. Oh, I'm
1: absolutely going to watch, once I finish the game, I'm going to watch the original ending because I have a feeling. Wait, what?
0: There's, they changed the ending? Oh, you didn't know this? In Legendary?
1: no in the original game there was such a huge backlash against the ending. oh i knew they this changed i thought you
0: meant in legendary
1: no so i was I'm like go back they changed the ending it. again oh no not again uh i probably would have preferred them to change it back or something or have yeah it be an i'd option. love to
0: see the original like i i wonder if it's that bad i bet it is i doubt it is i bet it is
1: no what i'm uh, you know this is i i would get hate for this statement if we had a bunch of viewers, but, uh, we don't, so I won't get very much hate. Uh, I, I bet this is going to be something just like Uncharted 2, uh, not Uncharted 2, uh, Last of Us 2, where people can't separate themselves See, from the narrative. I
0: would agree. It's another thing where usually I'm on that line of thought as well, but I think because I remember in high school, my friends, high school, is that when Mass Effect? Yeah. Mass yeah. Factory came out in my high school. Uh, 12? Yeah, I was in high school. Um, my friends complained about the ending and they said like the primary complaint from my group. And I don't know if this is indicative of everyone, obviously, but they said n- no matter, I made so many decisions across the course of these three games and still it comes down to just three set options at the end. That's what they didn't like.
1: My understanding is that that is the new ending. Well, that's what they were complaining about.
0: Hmm.
1: I could be wrong. I don't know. But my either. understanding. I, all is I, that I know is that's what they were that complaining That
0: is the new ending. Is those three options? Well, that's uh, that's what they did not like. So maybe they played it post whatever. Uh, but they hated that. So they they felt like it just undermined everything that they had built toward. I'm also going to watch the original ending now. Yeah, definitely. Dude, what if they changed it again in legendary? Been no, we would have heard about it by now. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah, no, I mean like definitely. I mean like that would have been like I'm speculating like what? Oh. like no guys, we still don't have it right. We got to go back and fix this again, you know. That would have been it's our last chance.
1: I I wonder if there's an option to include it that that original ending.
0: Yeah. Dude, I, I would doubt turn it. it on. I would turn it on. I think
1: I would. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to see it. Because if, if what you're saying, I would turn it on knowing what you're saying now, that if it's not just the 3D fault. I, I want my I Fallout New very, Vegas, like Ron whoa. Perlman, reading off everything that happened because of my decisions throughout the game. What? It uh, yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah, so ba- even the tiny little side quests, like, and that old ranch that you went out and saw, he's doing all right. Like, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> it's great. War. Yeah. War never changes. It's... Thanks, Hellboy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thanks, Hellboy, indeed. Uh, Let's uh, let's reign it in a bit. We've we've really gone all over the place. I think Um, we we like the characters a lot. You don't like Liara. We don't like the humans. The humans are just dumb. I'm sure I'd like
0: Liara if I gave her more time. I just it was just she's so I don't know hard to like for me. It's this is gonna sound terrible, but for me it's like her kind of lack of confidence and. Uh, it's it's not the same kind of lack of confidence as as I usually like in a character so a great example you haven't played this game um but the the woman i think she won best voice actor i'm not sure from outer worlds um the okay. asexual character what's her name i don't know i, I don't know anything her, about pre, the game pr pr uh, so the p oh well so there's the p anyway she's amazing incredible character and she's super insecure but it comes from this place where she's not just this, like, she doesn't have, she doesn't, like, parade around much, like, self-loathing. She doesn't draw attention to it. Like, Liara s- draws attention to it sometimes. Like, no, I'm so sorry. I was like, How could I do that? Like, it's so, you know, I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, it just bothers me. I just didn't like that.
1: Interesting. I interpreted that a different way. It, it She, you know, as obviously she does that. Can't I think argue she's trying that. to be kind. I don't know. But she's kind, but. She's not, not confident. Like, she knows what she is, and she knows who she is, and she doesn't have any problems with that. She's just in a new setting, and understands she has a job to do now. And I think she's trying to be a little more diplomatic about it, but doesn't know how to. That's fair. Uh, she's not,
0: she doesn't have a lack of confidence. I gave her very little time, because of her, my initial impression of her, so I... I probably deserve, based on how everyone likes her, I would probably deserve to give her more time.
1: I, I do wonder, I like her for more reasons, but also this reason. She's the sexy blue alien. I, I wonder how many people just
0: like her for that reason. Excuse me. Garrus would take a major issue. Actually, he wouldn't. But I take major issue on Garrus's behalf for that statement. He's my sexy blue alien. He's gray. He, he's, he wears a blue suit. He's got blue little tinges. Yeah, until you put pink uh pink suit on him i did i really didn't like the pink suit like i liked the pink on it okay i need to clarify this the pink suit in this is terrible not because of the color because of the little like like the the bumpy frills all over it it's it's like you could just scrape it in here (laughs) like it looks terrible oh i don't mind it i hate it especially ashley's modified that one looks good that one looks good i will i will admit no, I'm talking, like, put that on Garrus. It's garish. Okay. I don't like it. Uh, and it also needs to be, like, less drab pink. Like It's a really washed-out pink. Oh, Especially like the, on that I white. Like that particular pink as well. On that white. Well. well, I'm sure I'd like the pink if it wasn't on that washed-out white. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't want it to be bright. Like, Dude, to be a give it bright, it like, like bubblegum nice, pink? Like, no, no, ah. no. I'm talking about the white, like... If you have the washed out pink with like maybe a little bit more of a popping gray or something, it would just look so much nicer. And then get rid of little textures on it. Like anything else, people. No, I like those textures. Uh, They make sense to me. You are incorrect. It's terrible. They make complete sense to me. This is not like, you know, hockey pads at a a trampoline gym. Okay. We're
1: talking about this pink armor because it's one of the higher rated armors in the game. Uh, That's why we're talking about it. I took it off.
0: I put Garrison's level one armor. When I went to raid something, I was like, this armor's terrible. Karis is going to die, but it's fine. Like, that's why I have Rexforge. Just stay alive. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about how we used our parties. Oh, the same way every battle? Uh- that, that's one of my biggest complaints of the game, is unless you probably play it on hard mode, which is just probably pretty frustrating. I used the same thing every fight.
1: Yeah, it never worked for me. Like there was no reason to sh- I changed it up, but there was no reason to. Yeah. W- what my what I typically went between was uh Garrus and Tali. Uh I like the balance of Tali having full um what's the opposite of biotics? Tech. Tech. Yeah, full tech. And then Garrus has uh half tech and half combat. I like that balance and then I would switch to um Uh, liara and rex who liara has full biotics rex has uh, rex has half biotics and half combat Uh, and then that would balance with my half biotics half uh half um uh tech i I didn't have much combat yeah i
0: did biotics combat um i I think i would have rather done tech i think tech is just oh, dude! Some of the tech stuff is awesome. Some of the
1: tech stuff is cool, but the biotics being the uh, the, the medic, so the poison and the uh, the warp ability. Or with oh, Liara, warp is broken. You get dude, the. So
0: I did. I would have. So I always brought Garrison Rex every time, and anytime I started a combat, especially with, I'd find the biggest baddest guy, and I would have Rex cast warp on him. I would have Garrus do the the tech one that just immediately breaks shields. And then I would just launch the grenade, and they would die immediately, every time. And now I just have to clean up the small guys. A little push here, maybe. A little, maybe yeah. maybe overcharge, overheat. Uh, I
1: did shake up the party. It was not Disabling 2 is
0: really good. Like, stasis and the one that, like, disables yeah. their weapons. Those are, like, yeah. Casting uh, I,
1: I would occasionally then switch it up uh, to have Rex and Garrus or Tali and... Uh, and Liara, because they both had full tech and yeah. Why would you play
0: with the humans?
1: Well, full combat's probably pretty good. But like, why would you do that? I wouldn't. Uh, if if the the actual mix up of the party mattered more, which it never mattered. In, I mean, as you're playing on normal, you know, it didn't matter then. It certainly doesn't. Excuse me, matter on easy. So maybe if it were more meaningful, it would, because each of the party members have a unique spread with Ashley having being the only member with full combat. And aside from yourself, depending on the class you chose, Caden being the only member with uh, half biotic, half tech. Uh, so they're they're both unique in terms of their skill set, but they're just boring.
0: Agreed. I, I don't like them at all. I don't like having them on the mission.
1: No. Absolutely not. Uh, but I, I did shake up the party for the sake of having different people on the mission. Because you also got some different dialogue. And then
0: just different banter. Like, I I really like how... Especially on the last two missions. The Vermeier and the last mission. Like, there was a lot more... Like, they would chip in way more often at yeah, that point. Yeah, and, definitely. And I liked that. Those were some of my favorite moments.
1: Uh, my favorite mix-up was... Um, rex and liara um not only because they both had biotics they they could bounce off each other really well and then i also had some survivability rex has a lot i mean he was a he was a huge tank for me yeah he could just he's really i'd
0: send him out in the middle sometimes with the extra the barrier like the the white barrier that you put on him i have him stand there and shoot
1: people yeah just get, get him full shotgun. Oh, uh, yeah. Really good. Absolutely, as fast but as possible. But their personalities are so different, and they bounce off of each other really well. And then uh, Tali and Garrus are pretty similar, but slightly different branches of the same tree, if you will. Uh, that was a, an interesting shakeup. They, they both kind of like to follow rules or like have a respect for particular law and rules
0: but then but break like them only in when ways. convenient and, yeah tolly seems a little bit more like you know she'll pick what she what she wants to to listen to yeah and then she'll hold
1: it up as a law sure yeah and then i mean it's very obvious the differences between rex and liara <laughs> uh, but they play together very well that's funny Uh, i i did like that i hope there's a lot more of that in the second game i'm sure there there are three new characters that i i I do wonder how they're going to shake that up uh the the dynamic there's um the the australian girl that's on the front of the box i don't know her name um i only know she's australian because i just watched the opening again i don't know Uh, anything you get one of the Mm, what are they called on vermeyer you fought with their race oh i
0: forget what their race is called uh, all the time
1: you get one of them and then a new race we've not seen yet okay uh, there's uh some some more like
0: lizard you folk know what my favorite kind of race people? is are the the big elephantine guys who like oh yeah they're... have to say what the like tone of what they're saying to you is. i like them like, a lot sarcastic i hope you have a bad day <laughs> like you know like just it's so great yeah uh
1: reserved i don't have much to offer you yeah it's just something just really, like that
0: it's so good. yeah
1: i like those i like the jellyfish things as well oh just like yes. they are a mind and that's it they're just a visual representation of a mind and kind of a jellyfish uh i like those
0: uh but i think i like this one is happy to see you human yeah uh i like the kindlers the... human the Enkindlers
1: What is it? What are they called? Rex? What's Rex's race called? Krogan. Krogan. I like the Krogan
0: a lot. Krogan, the Krogan and the insect race are my favorite for sure.
1: Oh, I always forget because you only see them in that one moment—the insect race. Uh, You mean the like the
0: queen you get to let go, right? Yeah. Okay. I also do like the ones that just inexplicably take care of the Citadel. Oh yeah. Those are great. They're
1: they're interesting. I mean, did you find out why they do that? Yeah. Yeah, you did all that di- all the dialogue stuff with Vigil. Oh, of course, you have to. Yeah, of course. And if you have Liara on the team, she uh she stops you when she's like if you leave without exhausting all the dialogue options, she's like, "Wait, wait, wait. wait. What are you doing? We may never have this opportunity again. The the power's going to run out. We're going to die. Whatever. We should we should glean all we can from this. And you have a few dialogue options to basically say, like, no, you're insane. We don't have time for this. You're a lunatic. Get over it. Yeah. Uh, Or to side with her and finish the dialogue options. And that, I I think, raises your relationship a decent amount. Uh, Because I don't think I did anything past that that would have... If not for that, I don't think I did anything more with her than... Oh, wait. She's the only other romance option right yeah okay then
0: yeah she would be the only one isn't Caden dead in your game too so
1: yeah yeah well talia i was thinking talia but i don't think she comes along until the second or third yeah
0: game. you can't according to the 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 guide it says just the two humans and yeah i, nah. I think much
1: more opens up in the, the next few games i don't know if i'll continue down the path with
0: i mean liara you know who i'm going for he's my boo my main village man <laughs> I know. Garrus gets me, okay? And when he holds me, I feel all prawny and beautiful, okay? <laughs> I just, I, I want to just give him a little District 9 tentacle kiss, you know? <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, let's see what the dialogue options
1: are in. Uh, not dialogue. Romance options are in Mass Effect. Please
0: tell me, Garrus. Please, to... Garrus. 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 All right. All right. Uh, I need him so romance bad. romance options dun 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 yeah i yeah we're on hold here guys okay while you're doing that i just want to make one final point the side content is trashed, repetitive brand. oh
1: yeah there are two buildings yep in all of the side content yep. two of the same and you have pre-femmes. to drive over
0: huge barren expanses yeah uh, to get there i mean i already told you that's it's just trash all right who do we got uh for femship who we got for femship femship you have garris
1: yes my life is complete <laughs> a new character called thane you have Kaden, liara J- a new character called jacob which is this very handsome black gentleman right here.
0: wow i like jacob yeah he's uh, a. I mean he's this? no garris but i probably won't oh, feel no, like-
1: looking closer here uh, i was gonna say he's like uh who's who's the guy that played uh warmonger what's his name
0: Played warmonger. everybody loves
1: this guy in uh in black panther
0: Oh, uh, why am I? No, oh, now I can't remember his name.
1: And, oh. and he was in the uh, the Rocky movies. Why oh, can't the I remember? Follow his up to the Rocky name. movies. Anyway, he's amazing. Everybody uh, loves J- him. J- J- Jordan, J- Michael B. Jordan Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Anyway, looking closer, he is not a Michael B. Jordan, but I thought so at the beginning. Uh, let's see, Jacob, Cal- new character called Kelly Morinth and Samara. There's a lot many options. Well, here. Well, the heart male. only
0: goes to one. Yeah, can you romance Gareth as a male? Probably not. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, he Oh, not. you can. You can. No,
1: but you can romance Caden. So let's see. Oh, as interesting. A, as a so male, you in the in,
0: got... the in the first game, he's he's at least you can't romance him as a man. In the first yeah,
1: game. Uh, you've got Tali, Jack, Caden, Liara, Ashley, Kelly, Morinth, Samara, and Miranda. Miranda being that new Italian uh, uh, Australian. Uh, girl, I think. Come on, Miranda! Yeah, she's on the on the front of the box. Oh, don't, don't a lot of people romance Miranda? I don't Isn't know. Like I a... thought a lot of people thought she was
0: a, just a total B. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, neither do I. Uh, Samara's a new uh, blue chick. Asari. Asari, there we go. Oh, there's a few Asari. I, these are probably just side characters. I doubt any of these are... Yeah, Jacob looks like part of your crew, uh, so he might be.
0: But uh... listen, oh, my heart... on the crew. She was on the crew before. My heart belongs to only one alien. Yeah, I'm trying to find who
1: Thane. I bet Thane is the the new green guy. Yeah, this new race. This is a, this is a new one. He looks very... oh dang, he looks very interesting. Okay, come on. Yeah, I can think. Yeah, but does he have if rough cold plates
0: that surround him?
1: Uh, he has rough cold plates on his face, dude. No,
0: that surround his whole body.
1: Uh, you haven't seen Garrus naked yet, so you don't know that. Um, I can or Zach. Have you seen?
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, Garrus no. Naked? I have. I have kept myself a Garrus virgin, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. Uh, I'm keeping myself for Mass Effect Two, Garrus. Oh,
1: I guess uh, maybe the. Um, I forget what they're called—the smart, pompous, pretentious aliens. Uh, the one that's on the council, uh, whatever they are. I don't think you can romance him. He, the, you've got one of those in your crew, but maybe, maybe, maybe they're asexual. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll find out. Uh, on this episode, uh... Uh, folks, we we had a good time with Mass Effect, but really only towards the end there. It's a rough, rough game. It is no masterpiece, you know. I, I think take take with a grain of salt the the praise, the absolute praise you hear poured on this game. Well, you don't really like
0: people. Yeah, nobody skip talks over about Mass it, right? Effect One. Like nobody talks about Mass Effect One. It's usually Mass Effect Two that people talk about. Yeah, and then Three by extension, which is weird because I bet you Three doesn't change or improve anything gameplay wise. Maybe a little, but. People didn't want that sequel for more refined gameplay. They wanted it for more story, which is very rare. Yeah. Uh,
1: So just maybe play it on easy to get through it just so you can build a relationship with those characters. If you've not played it before, that is. Uh, You know, we haven't gone super deep into spoilers. A lot of the stuff that you've heard us talk about, if you have not already played the game... Is likely going to be totally lost on you, and is not uh, no will be totally lost on you because we we've not really connected a lot of dots. We've just been speaking as though you, as the listener, have already played this game. But if you've not and you have stuck around, I want to say I I do think it's worth it. But maybe play it on easy, rush through
0: uh, the game. Don't do any side content. Uh,
1: I would do the or the uh, asteroid. Uh, yeah, the asteroid. Of course, that's, that's the only DLC. meaningful one. Uh, there's, there's an asteroid you find with a warlord on it. He, he has attached, um, uh, jets to the asteroid and is hurling it towards a human settlement. Uh, and you can stop that and choose to let him go or kill him, uh, and get several, uh, you know, a, a few different effects. Uh, both Zack and I let him go. We also let the queen go. Uh, as you know, Zach uh, killed the, uh, the council. I left them alive. And uh we both killed the opposite human. Uh and Zack didn't romance anybody. It's
0: cause um. you can't romance Garrus. I'm keeping myself pure. Fair Undefiled. Enough. Fair enough. Uh but there there's Space virgin. There's a you might lot say.
1: good right there at the ending. Um I, I would skip all the side content except for the the character missions that uh there, there are three well, if you play with the humans there they're are probably different ones. We did not. But with Garrus and Rex, there are ones that they give you. And then you have to already complete one of the side missions to unlock Tali's um, sort of character mission. They are just as boring as the rest of it. However, it builds your relationship that will then carry into the other games. It's the only reason I would recommend doing those. Otherwise, they are just as stupid as the rest of it. But that last act of the game... Is so good, so good, dude. I would recommend playing it if you if you blast through it. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's a rough rough package. Indeed. But I'm looking forward to the second one just as much as you are. What a step above! Yeah, again, I played the opening again this morning.
0: Immediate step above. Huge step so ready, step in, the, so in, ready. The, in the right direction. Well, uh, next week. Or not next week, but next time, Mm -hmm. uh, we have a little bit of an interesting episode, because we're not playing the same game.
1: Yeah, uh, both games that we have played separately, uh, you have played God of War before, uh, 2018 that is, and I've played a quarter of it, maybe close to a half of it, um, but I I didn't finish it. So, I'll be playing God of War, and what I have played before, and hopefully we'll have a little time to revisit, because I love this game, is... uh, uh, Hellblade Senwa's Sacrifice uh, both you know cool takes on Scandinavian lore that's not what we're playing in, though uh, they both have sequels this year that we will absolutely be paying attention to unless uh, yes. there be any delays I've heard nothing about uh, Hellblade 2 so that is kind of making me think doesn't they're... bode well yeah, yeah that's going to be unfortunate I haven't heard a
0: lot about God of War but I've definitely heard more
1: No, but they had a few releases Sony did um, prior to... Oh, I guess just one major release this year, right? With Horizon. Uh, Uh, Is that the only big one? I mean, Tokyo doesn't really... That's not a big one.
0: Horizon, God of War.
1: No, I mean, so far. So they were focused on Horizon, definitely. Um, I bet we'll hear more about God of War soon. Because it's June, right? Uh, June is the E3 season, which will not be happening. E3 is fully canceled. Uh, But, you know, that season... Uh, well, everyone's going to do their
0: own shows. Though.
1: Summer Game Fest. I mean, uh, immediately, as soon as that news broke, Keeley was everywhere, all over social media. Hey, guys, I'm still open for business. Uh, yeah. So the Summer Game Fest starts in June, of course. Uh, we'll, we'll be hearing more, I'm sure, about it then. Hopefully, we also hear more about Hellblade 2 because I am so stoked for that game. Uh, so we're going to play those separately, but talk about them uh, you know, in the same episode just to gear up for the uh the coming sequels and then metal gear solid 3 metal gear solid 3 i'm really happy we didn't play it back to back yeah because i am it was just a couple days ago where suddenly i became very excited for uh uh, not mass effect 3 but um metal gear solid 3 so i I think i've had a little bit of time to digest the series so far and is, is making me quite excited to jump into uh, MGS3. I'm stoked to go
0: back to it, yeah. for
1: sure. And then from there, from MGS3, we'll, we'll do Mass Effect 2. Uh, and then probably have a, another filler episode with something else coming out this year. Um, we Oh, no, we already decided. Horizon. Horizon will be after that. So that's the that's the upcoming schedule so far. Uh, we, we will see you next time. But before we part ways fully... I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, do consider joining our Patreon uh, with the two dollar tier. You'll get into our Discord, that budding community on on the Unpatched Gaming Discord server. Come talk about all your memories regarding the uh, the Mass Effect series, which you know people have so many, so many fond memories of that series. And we are uh, building those right now for the first time. Zach and I. So join us there with the two dollar tier on Patreon. And thank you for joining us. Folks, please don't forget to share what you love with who you love.